Uh oh. We can't hear the intro if you're playing it. Hold on. Shut up. I got it. <laughs> Hold your fucking horses. Jesus Christ. I'm gone for two weeks. Welcome to Beer Field. I am your host, Chris Hopper at Hop134 with two Ps on streams. Uh, as always, joined by Dan Thurry and Ryan Miner. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. I'm not on a thread, so you'll never see me there. At Ryan Miner, FF underscore FFB, that other place. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be always on Twitter because I'm I'm just at that age where I just don't care about social media. I have anymore. not started another one. I, I'm with no, I'm I, I forgot to post it. I think it was our, I think it was Alex that posted on Twitter that if it, if everyone leaves, that's it. <laughs> Fucking way. I went to Threads because I want to be done with Twitter so bad. Like not even politically. Just I have so many old group messages and such a plastered inbox and a timeline i don't care to see from all the follow threads and stuff early on that i'm like oh let me start fresh just let me start over no i'm good i'm social media is the devil the devil baba boucher the devil gatorade is the devil all right um we're doing a dynasty mock draft today so we're going to do, there's hardly anything since last week. We had like three items to talk about before that. And then the rest of this is going to be Dynasty Superflex Mock Draft. Um, I lied. There's two items to talk about. And then the rest of this is going to be Dynasty Superflex Mock Draft. So uh, before we do that, though, at Beerfield on Twitter, by the way, for the show, uh, at Beerfield, hop with two Ps there if you want, even though I'm pretty much maybe done with it. I don't know. You come back. They always come back. No, I don't. Once I'm done, I'm done. Once I'm out, I'm out. What's fueling beer fueled? By the way, is anybody else sad that this year's Scott Fishbowl scoring is like four years too late for Jameis Winston peak? I haven't even looked at it. No negatives. no negatives? There are no negatives for anything. That's what it is. There are no negatives. So so it's so we're gonna call this the snowflake. Oh <laughs> we're calling this Dang. the snowflake, the snowflake score setting. No one no one everyone gets participation points. Oh no I, negatives. Everything else is pretty much the same as it has been in years Jesus past. Christ. Last couple of years, but no negatives in this one, which is awesome. Uh, he didn't say it's going to stay that way forever. He said he wanted to do something else fun this year, though. So, I mean, I'm all for it. I, well, I, I mean, like, we are 100% four years too late for peak Jameis Winston in these scoring settings. Can you imagine no, that fantasy season if you just took away all the negative fantasy points for Jameis Winston's 33 interceptions? 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. QB1. <laughs> DQB1. He would be. I'm here for it. Ryan, what are you drinking? You're being too quiet. I am drinking Stone's Delicious Double IPA, which comes in at 9.4%. Dan? So with a new, with a new puppy, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. mellow down a little bit. You got a new puppy? I oh, yeah, you did get a new puppy. You sent that in a text message that I glanced at the other day. Yeah. 
So he's got a lot of energy. So he goes on like two to three mile walks every night. So Good he's Lord. a lot of work, but he's worth it. Cute. Dan, what do you got? I'm drinking Hopper. I, I I posted to you guys about this when I was in uh, Cape Girardeau doing work. I was I I was gonna be on. I would have been on last week with this beer had uh, the town of Springfield not be destroyed by a derecho. <laughs> I am drinking Mindlewood Brewery again Ooh. out of Cape Girardeau. This is their Hefeweizen that I I, I said is one of the best ones I've ever had. Um. Little different out of the can to start with. It's not it's super fresh anymore, but it's a half doesn't matter. Um, but it, it having it on draft at the brewery was unfucking believable. I have to get down there and, and try that. I got one of the best hefts I've ever had on tap, about three feet across the room from me. Well, I'm biased though. True. And hefts are uh, you know, if you don't drink a lot of them, they're all gonna taste They'll taste the same, but once you drink enough, you start to notice the differences in some of them. There's a lot of difference in the banana club balance in particular. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited to hear about it. More excited to eventually get down there and try it. Um, I've failed at everything beer related this week, other than having my own. I didn't. I I drank all the v, all the left hand Vienna I had in the fridge, and <laughs> so all I've got left right now are barrel aged stouts in the house. Uh, That's fine. It's only 90 degrees outside. Lindsay was on vacation in Michigan, but um, instead of bringing me back beer, brought me back beer ingredients that I get to do something fun. With, Ooh. I'm excited about. Um, Going to do some lavender in something. And then, so what that means is I am dipping into the bourbon this week. Uh, nice. Davis County French Oak. I might have had this on before. I don't remember if I have. It's been a while. Um, Davis County bourbons are made by Luxor Distillers, the same people that bring you Rebel and Ezra Brooks and Blood Oath and those guys. Uh, they actually just uh, merged with MGP not that long ago, who also just scooped up Penelope. So all those brands are kind of under one umbrella now. But in any event, um, Davis County is um, kind of their mid-tier line. It's usually around $50 a bottle. Um, they've got different expressions, regular bourbon, French oak, which is what I'm drinking now, a port finish, uh, lightly to a light toasted oak. They do a double oaked every so often. So, um, more of what you're going to find their finishes in. So, um, more in this little guy and don't always come in the uh, plastic bottles. This is actually from a blending kit we did with them a little while ago. So, um, more on this about halfway through the show. Let's go ahead and hit what passes for news these days because we're in the dead of the off season. First and foremost, multiple reports link, linking the Jets to Dalvin Cook. Now, this is interesting to me, not because I'm super intrigued by Dalvin Cook to the Jets, but because of what this says about Brees Hall. Immediately after some of the reports last week, you know, hyping up. I don't remember the freaking rookie that landed there, but there are reports last week. Uh, it was Pittsburgh's running back, Israel. Oh, uh, Abanaconda. I bought a car. Oh, yes. Yes. I like him a lot. So Super high on him. There were reports last week that were hyping him up. And now there are two separate reports, one from ESPN and one from Pro Football Talk. I usually discount Florio, but I, when you see multiple reports on something independently, then several days apart, there's probably some smoke there that are linking the Jets to Dalvin Cook, which means maybe quietly they're not as optimistic about Brees Hall's ACL recovery. 
So that means every every AFC East team has been linked to Delvin Cook in some straight shape or form. The Patriots? Yeah, he wanted to play once once news of Hopkins potentially landing oh, there. I uh, missed Cook that. wanted to play there because he wanted to play with Hopkins. I knew the Bills were linked because of his brother, and Miami's been linked ever since the Vikings even gave an ink. I don't really think. Time. I think that was more fan casting than I think. I, I think it is, too. I think that was always more fan casting. But I mean, maybe I, I, I'm there with you, Hopper. I think there might be some underlining issues. It's not just been a cook. I thought I saw way back when Zeke was linked, not really linked, but mentioned as a spot. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense, though. I mean, you've invested now three running backs in two years, three running backs in three years, all. Two of which were day two picks. One of which was a very high second round pick. I guess too late. I guess too early thirds on these guys. And you still want to bring a veteran in who is clearly gassed at this point. Like he's yeah. one of the least, like Cook was one of the least efficient running backs last year. Now, granted, Minnesota's offensive line was pretty mixed bag, but Cook is what his name suggests. I, I mean, it's fine though, too, because he had over like 1,500 yards and double digit touchdowns still, but it just wasn't efficient <laughs> enough. So like look at it his, as a season yeah. long. His metrics, like his advanced metrics, are it's just that's what I'm pulling up. I, I yeah. haven't actually deep dove. I think that. he's like a bottom fifty like running back in the league. I think it was categories. I think his EPA, like I think his EPA um was pretty low. It's just still top fifteen innovated tackles, breakaway was low, breakaway runs, he was top fifteen in the counting stat, but a lot of lot of volume there. Um, run blocking rating was 34th, which is not great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, um, he it's back to days in FSU. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was not great. Um, and yeah, I don't think anything pretty happens. spread out as far as the fronts he was seeing. So, yeah. 61 stuffed runs led the league. I don't think anything happens until in preseason. I'm not no. buying these. I'm not buying these reports that he goes there. I'm more buying that maybe Brees Hall isn't as expected to be ready as maybe what we've seen. And the report, uh, both of them also mentioned that he's still not expected to sign until sometime late in training camp. This is like Leonard Fournette. So, this is like Fournette yeah. back in 2020. Like it's it's to me, it's pretty obvious. probably going to be Fournette and Zeke this year too because <laughs> you know, you're waiting because you don't yeah. know what's going to happen in training camp too. You don't know what might open up because of injuries or. You know, if a back pops an ACL on a contender or something like that, you don't know what's going to happen. That's exactly what they want. They want to. Yeah. Yeah. And and running backs don't really need a lot of time within an offense. It's a very, you know, instinctive, you know, position to play anyways. So these guys don't need a lot of ramp up time. They don't need to build chemistry with their, you know, you know, with their quarterback. It's the holes there, you know, let's let's just, you know, fucking run through it and go. So, right, he's gonna fuck up a roster at some point. Between him, Zeke, and, and Fournette, they're gonna fuck up some roster, and they're gonna fuck up some, you know, fourth round pick that you shouldn't have spent a fourth round pick on. Anything to add, Ryan? Not really. No, I mean, Dan pretty much nailed that one. So yeah. Why waste it? Welcome yeah, back. Have, yeah, <laughs> sure. All right. The only other one is uh, an update on the Bengals and the Joe Mixon situation. So we've known the entire time they want to get out of the Joe Mixon contract. They have to get out of the Joe Mixon contract. It's why 
there's been a lot of, well, it's why I'm high on Chase Brown. Let's put it that way. Um, the Bengals and they, they apparently, they got some clarity around the, well, we got some clarity around when this needs to happen Tuesday before week one, when his contract becomes, when veteran contact tracks become fully guaranteed is how long it could take before that situation's resolved with Joe Mixon to the Bengals in the contract situation. That still could be a release. I don't think they wait until that late into training camp to release him. If it comes to that, um, it could be an early camp thing. If they see that they're not going to get him to take a pay cut, it could be just a restructure and there's nothing of this. That's more of an update as you're watching the situation, as you're paying attention, maybe doing darn dynasty startups. Um, it's almost a certainty. However, they restructure that Mixon's not going to be there beyond the season, I would guess. Um, so just something to, to take note of and keep an eye on. And I, I like Chase Brown over Travion Williams as far as next guy up. Should that not resolve? I think he just wants some piece of this backfield. It's going to be one of the league's best offenses playing against a lot of the league's other best offenses. So a lot of potential for shootouts should be fairly, you know, friendly to running backs because they're going to be one of the more explosive offensive uh, passing teams. So whoever you like, I would try to just, you know, take shots in the dark with your, with your end of your bench dashes. It should be one of these backs. And, and and just keep an eye on on how this situation plays out. Anything to add, I'm Ryan? To, I'm trying to see what the rankings are for uh, Mixon right now, if he's actually still dropping. Because he was dropping. Yeah, he's still dropping. He's on the RB23 right now, especially in Dynasty. So I've, he's almost actually like an easy buy. You don't want him. Yeah, you got to be careful in Dynasty. Like... I would take you got to be if you're a contending team. If sure. you're a contending team, obviously, if you have them, you want to get out of them. If you're building yeah. a startup to try to contend, you're one sure, and then cough him with Chase Brown. And then in redraft, as right now, I'm, and this is all based off fantasy pros, he is where is he at now? RB15. So that's not bad value right there either. For what? No, not in redraft. Be? No. And He's, you shouldn't be. He, you shouldn't be redraft drafting this early anyway. So should be I just like looking at clarity once we get there, but still about a I'm month now. I'm doing a best ball charity league right now. Best ball is different. The best ball is different, but and I took tra- mix in tradition, traditional redraft though. You shouldn't be doing anything for at least another month. I yeah. took mix in. I took mix in in the sixth round, six oh five. That's what I was gonna say. If he fell to you the fifth or sixth round, that'd be and he's a and he, he's he's in the he's. He's in the mid to late teens. Yeah, best ball makes a lot of sense. Which I also took, you know, Dobbins and B. J. Robinson. So I'm not as uh, I mean, I'm still You're not super exposed. Uh, I'm I'm exposed, but not you know RB one exposed to him. Yeah, you're like RB three exposed to him, which is yeah. more than fine. Which is fine. All right. Anything else on Mixon? No. Not a- Fantasy mock draft. Hey guys, look! It's the real Buzz Lightyear. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh no, no. My goal is to get taken down by Disney. <laughs> Before episode five hundred. <laughs> Why don't you just move to Florida, Hopper? Ah, uh, uh, never. Uh. <laughs> not just—that's not a political statement. That is a—I don't want to live in Florida state. <laughs> there's hurricanes. Shades there's alligators, and it's fucking hot. 
I know. Um, I have no interest ever. I have no interest in ever going back to Florida, whether it be vacation. But I'll say yes. I don't really either. All right. Uh, I love so, for vacation. So we are drafting from the sixth spot. This is a 12-team dynasty mock draft, super flex. Um, so with two flex positions, three wide receiver, two running back, um, PPR. And so we are on the clock at the 106 is where we're going to start this from. Uh, by the way, if you're looking for fantasy team names, some of the more fun ones generated by fantasy pros, pump the Drakes. Ooh, yeah, right. I, I made some what, better pump ones. Pump the Drakes? Year. Shut up. I don't care, Ryan. I'm talking is about this, this back in like 2013 when Kenyon Sh- Drake was a thing. Shano number five. <laughs> to infinity and Bijan. That's that's that that's bad. No. Um, let's see. Some of these are for for Netflix and chill. That one's classic. The plot yeah. pickings. I like that. That's a good song too. And yeah, I don't like the rest of them. Anyway, anyway, some of those are clever. We'll do teen names later. I know Ryan does a does stuff with teen names and wants to talk about it, but we'll do that closer to redraft season. We'll have some bullshit filler episodes in there. I did that one month ago. Okay. 400 plus. Okay. I don't think I have any star stickers in here, but I would give you a gold one right there on your monitor <laughs> yeah. screen if I had any. How, how many more away am I from the free pizza? <laughs> Actually, can I react to you? <laughs> What's that button do? Is there a gold star here? Hold on. I might have a gold star emoji. Does it send across the screen? Because I'd be even better yet. Oh, yeah. It would if I had one. Oh, yeah, there is. There we go. Oh, you got it. Oh, I give it to you. Well, I got a gold star for the day. That's what matters. <laughs> You're the sheriff in town. How do I get rid of that? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Am I just going to have a gold star for the rest of the episode? <laughs> All right. Um. So... Started off Mahomes and Allen, not that surprising there. One on one, Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, Burrow, Lawrence is what the run started off as. Um, so Trevor Lawrence going at the one hundred five right now, and this is all based on ADP, so we are in a draft simulator. So Trevor Lawrence right now at the one hundred five is going ahead of Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, guys like that. Agree? Disagree? I understand. I understand, but I'm with Ryan. I I, I disagree. You would, you would fall behind Jackson and Herbert for sure for me. Yeah. And... He still be ahead of Fields, but I that's I love Lawrence. This is why, you know, this is also why drafting mid to late in a startup or trading back if you possibly can. This is where a, a, a lot of dynasty strategy starts. Is a lot of people want to trade back. They want to optimize or they want to maximize their second, third, and fourth, fifth round picks. They want to get as much as they can by trading out of the first. That's that's a very popular strategy, yes. uh, and that it's a lot of that is because of the depth of quarterback, um, and wide receiver. And yes. in the super flex league, it makes a lot of sense to try to because I mean, we're at the one hundred six. There's you know two guys we just talked about in both Herbert and and Jackson that. You know, we can get this late. It's 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 a strong showing. Right. And then you also have the opportunity, should you choose, to go the pick of anyone at any other position that you might want to. Yeah. So yeah. 
obviously I think for all of us, Jackson and Herbert are in contention here. Any thought towards uh, either Bijan or Taylor or McCaffrey or Hall? We just talked about him in the injury, so I'm probably going to shy off a of Hall. Well, it's dynasty though. Nope, no running back. I would, I would. Okay. I am all securing my quarter. That's me personally. I'm all, I'm all securing my QB one as early as possible. Exactly. Yep. Get it early in. That's. I'm always first round QB. Yep. And I don't have a problem with that. So is it Jackson or Herbert? For you guys, Dan, I'm personally Jackson, and that's it's it, not just because I'm a Ravens fan. I'm also a huge fancy upside fan, and that's I, with Jackson. I, like I also love Herbert, and now you know, you know, uh, appear with Kellen Moore. That's what I was gonna say. In, in LA, I, 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 I honestly, I'm fine with either pick. I like I said, I would take them both before Lawrence, and I would have been fine with Lawrence here too. So. Yeah. I'm on the Jackson side, which is probably gonna surprise you guys to say, but I like the talent. He got paid. There's that commitment. No. He got I mean, paid. I'm not surprised at all. He got paid. They brought in a new OC who's, you know, more pass oriented with Munkin. Um, they brought in Zay Flowers. You have Bateman. They signed Odell. Like with Andrews still there. He has a lot better infrastructure around him right now than Herbert does with, you know, uh, the, uh Mike Williams, who I've considered a boss for a long time, and aging Keenan Allen. Um, and you know, uh, raw Quentin Johnston to me. So I'm looking Lamar Jackson is my starting point here. I see the long-term allure Herbert, but I think I would go for the right now over the two, three years from now. Only one of these guys have got their extension. Herbert yeah, will. Herbert yeah. will. Yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah. These guys are both going to be, you know, five plus five, six, seven plus year guys on these. So we're in agreement. So. so we're in agreement. We're going Jackson here. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, Jackson yeah. went over Herbert. So I feel like you can't. You can't go wrong with either no, one. Exactly. It's, you can't go. I wrong. feel the same about both of them. Yeah. All right. So after we take Lamar Jackson, Herbert goes immediately after that, followed by Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. So top two wide receivers go off the board. Yeah. It pivots back to Deshaun Watson ahead of Justin Fields, uh, which is. Interesting to me. I would not have Watson that high. Um, I, go ahead. If you're believe, like if you're a believer like I am, I'm a high believer in Watson for this year. So, but that's just also just this year, and I could see why people would take him so early, but just because they expect that pass offense to really actually take off this year. Yeah. Uh, at the turn, Bijan and Taylor, which hmm. makes sense to me. McCaffrey right after that. So you had three running backs around the turn. Okay. And then you pivot back to wide receivers, Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown, C D Lamb, and then Brees Hall going at the two oh six. Interesting. Wilson so, Wilson over Brown. Yeah, Wilson over Brown's a a bit interesting to me. Um but I can see why, I guess. Uh C D Lamb is is I think fine right there. The I, I have no problem with those three running backs in any order really on the turn. Um, Watson over Fields is the other one interesting to me. I'm fine with Brees there too in in Dynasty. Um, so what what do we have available? Um, if we wanted to go back quarterback right now, your top available are going to be Dak Prescott, Anthony Richardson, Kyler Murray, Bryce Young, Tua, C.J. Stroud, Daniel Jones, and then you get into some of the more raw passers. So you're kind of in this either a rookie that you believe in or 
Yeah, there, I mean, there's some intrigue left with, you know, maybe Prescott or, or Murray. Uh, Murray coming off the ACL, though. You go to running back, you're looking at Saquon, Jameer Gibbs, ETN, Josh Jacobs coming off of the 300-carry season, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, Javonta Williams, J.K. Dobbins. The wide receiver front, it's Waddle, Amonra, Chris Olave, Tyreek Hill, Devonta Smith, Stefan Diggs. Oof. I'm probably leaning running back here, personally. Um, quarterback, I think that you're, you've burnt enough of the value off the board to where, you know, I, I'm not, I don't feel pressed into taking one of the guys that are left. If I was going to go quarterback, I would probably be looking at somebody like maybe Tua or potentially one of the rookies. Um, running back, I think is intriguing to me with Nick Chubb still on the board. Um, with, you know, Josh Jacobs is in a contract year, so that's kind of an immediate payoff. Um, you know, Jameer Gibbs being there, you could go young if you wanted to. Kenneth Walker is still there. Um, so there are some young guys that, that popped off last year that are still on the board. And then wide receiver, I think there's still a lot of depth available personally. See, I think a fun one to do here is try the stack and add Mark Andrews with Lamar Jackson, because I think this offense will take off as a pass offense. And Mark Andrews has shown, and he has been, the tight end one already in this league. So mm-hmm. who says he can't bounce back and do it again this year? I don't want to go tight end in the second round of a dynasty draft with no tight end premium in a one tight end league. Yeah, that's that's for... I do like where your head's at. That was also one of my thoughts. It's, it's maybe uh, around, around three or around four. Ryan is to try to. You don't have to jump for him this quick. I don't. Think. But I, 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 I like the idea though. Um, I just think it's early on it. I, I, because uh, I don't know if he's going to come back in the third round. Because if we say we pass on him, I would like to go with. I would say like, is it we're doing PPR right? PPR. I'm okay with missing on Andrews too, though. That's the other thing. There's so much. Everything's so clustered at the tight end position after the top two. They, I'm okay with missing on one of the top two tight ends. I'm more concerned about missing out on a running back with any type of volume than I am in missing out on one of the top two tight ends. Who are the running backs again, Hopper? Give me the running backs again. Okay, your running backs again are going to be Barkley, Gibbs, ETN, Jacobs, Pollard, Walker, Stevenson, Eckler, Harris, Chubb, uh, and... Dobbins, and then there's kind of a teardrop. Oh boy! Like I'd be too scared, like nervous right now, like especially if I'm drafting today. Like like as we're doing this draft right now, I'd be passing on Barkley and Jacobs just because they're not signing their contracts. They're both mm-hmm. threatened to sit out. For here, I'd go safe. I take the rookie Gibbs. I my issue. I, I'm yeah. an ETN. I I I don't know how I quite feel about running back. Sure. Um, wide receiver, you get a little bit more longevity. Wide receiver, I have no issue waiting on. I, I, I'm almost second QB. Um, with it being super flex, uh, but it's it's yeah. Dak would, would be Dak's Dak? one that sits in mind. You know, the loss to Kellen Moore is going to send to the offense efficiency and the, you know, potent offensive output. Um. I'm fi- I'm fine waiting on and trying to lean into one of the rookies or or trying to get a, a discount Kyler. So we agreed for one pick. 
<laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah, this is where startup happens. It sounds like you guys want to go running back. So, yeah, like I'm, I'm with Hopper on this because I don't see that's, like, that's fine. the benefit 100%. of going quarterback here. Yeah, There's no real benefit in with running back because none of the because you have aging vets that have all have gotten a lot of work. So you can go for the win now mode and you go with Saquon. You can try to go with the young that the young semi undersized guys like ETN explosive offense, but is he going to be a full-time work guy? Um, right now I, I believe it. I don't like anybody else that's there. So that's yeah, it, it's that's what you're going to be running back though. And the problem is if you get much down with that, like you look up and down the wide receiver list that doesn't get solved the further yeah. down you go. No, no, it's not right. It, it's yeah. going to be, Either you either you, you try to get one home run and then you punt the position and try to fill up with a bunch of guys who could hit, then you're trying to build through the rookie draft, which is what I would typically do. You um, could just jump at a Waddle or an Alave too. I would jump at St. Brown. I would honestly, if we're, I wouldn't look at receiver now just because of the amount of depth we no, get. No, I don't necessarily yeah, want to look at receiver there. now. E- yeah. Either I think that the parody amongst the running backs is going to fall quick because it always does versus your quarterbacks. That's me. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys think way too hard on this. This I, is I straight back. Either way, with, either way. I go I, with my gut feeling. Yeah. Cause I, I like when it comes to like me, like my draft strategy, if I can't trade out of it, I start picking picks. And I don't come in that mindset of, you know, oh, I'm building to win now or I'm building to yeah be like, you know, kind of mediocre, but have ready to rebuild. It's like I start drafting and as I draft, I start realizing, like, OK, this is going to be a rebuild team or, hey, this is a, a now team. And then I change the strategy. There. I can tell I, you I can tell you right now that I like to go in and coming out of my top four rounds, I want to have both quarterbacks of a running back in, in some fashion there. And. I think thinking about what we're drafting is right. We're drafting computer. I really think you're going to see with only four backs off the board, you're going to start to see a run on running backs after this pick. I I would go Barkley. If we're going to go running back, I'm going to, I'm going to go for the more guaranteed production for this year and not just production, but, Usage. I'm okay with Barkley production for this year. You got value to trade away if thing the wheels fall off, and you know, quite honestly, that offense is headed the right direction. It'd be between him and Etn for me. I like, I like Gibbs. I, I think Gibbs is. My, I, I'm not going necessarily on a, a rookie undersized back though. I do think if you go Gibbs, you're punting for next year, and and that's the hopes of he has this entire offense to himself. Um, I would honestly, I, I like having a piece of the running back back room. I would rather take Montgomery than, you know, three or four rounds later. Yeah. And, uh, and to try to hope that he has a lawn stay there. Um, that's again, that's, I, I like to have a strategy of what do I want to accomplish for my team for this year or for next year? Or for two or for three years, right? Am I going for a win now build? Am I going for a one year out build, or am I going for 
a you know two plus year. I don't decide homework. that. I. I, I'm kind of hybrid between this, right? Ryan said he didn't think about it. You're yeah. thinking about it really early. Yeah. I'm not no, thinking think about, about it until about the middle of the draft. I'm going to see where the value lands in the first six to eight rounds. And then I'm going to see what I have as I fill out the rest of the roster on, do I need to take up shots that guys can trade? Like if I got a lot of young guys, yeah, then I'm going to look to fill with, you know, maybe I'm a year or two out and fill with guys that I can use to pad draft. If I got a lot of aging guys, like if I go Saquon this round and then I end up with, say, um, I don't know, say Dak maybe is my QB2 or Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley, and then we get to wide receivers and I'm staring at Stefan Diggs is my best value, then I'm going to start building for win now behind that. I don't really think about it this early. I do think about it, but not this early. Well, that's the nice thing about our about about with Saquon is that he it's it's when now um, it's one year out. And, and I don't know if it's two I, plus, I, but it's, it's running back. You don't really think two plus years off running back, no, anyways, right? I'm okay with Saquon. Like yeah. I said, be Saquon or ETN for me. Who's your top two running backs available, Ryan? Uh, I'm still Gibbs and probably ETN. And Dan, you were. I would be Barkley. I would be Barkley ETN. So ETN's the commonality. That's more of a teardrop for me. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah, let's go. We can go ETN. That's the commonality across all three of us. We all had a different other player. So, and it's a mock draft. All right, sure. Shit, no quarterbacks went. Perfect. After that, (laughs) That that, that feels great. Called that right. Um, so no quarterbacks went after that. Uh Saquon Barkley went the next pick immediately. And then Waddle, Jameer Gibbs, and then Alave. So we were sniffing around the right players there. Kenneth Walker, Najee Harris, and then Higgins, Amonra, Devonta Smith, Tony Pollard. So now there's five wide receivers that went. You've got Tyreek and Stefan Diggs, so you're staring at older wide receivers there um, with Tyreek, Diggs, and Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams being among the top available. You're looking Drake London, DK Metcalf, JSN, DJ Moore is and, and Godwin is some of your younger guys there at wide receiver. On the quarterback side of things, you still are sitting Dak, Bryce, Tua, Stroud, Jones, that tier. Um, to kick off the discussion, I start to get concerned here about top flight wide receiver depth going away. You've lost your young guys in a dynasty. Age matters to me. You've got some top flight older guys that are left. Um, and then, you know, some tweeners and the likes of more Godwin or that you can win or like an Iuk. Pittman, Debo types that you can wait to come back around to you. But here's where I start to get nervous about the wide receiver depth that's left available. If you don't get in on it now. So for me, like I look at like a dynasty, like fantasy football leagues as, and we've heard a lot of them not being any more than three years long. So sometimes I look at it and go, okay, you know what? This league could be two years. This could be a three-year league. I'm looking three three years out, Max. There's one player who said he's going to retire after his contract. At this point, I'm going to go with, I would go with Tyreek Hill over Stefan Diggs. 
just because like the kind of things we've been hearing from Diggs over the uh, last couple of months about his feelings of Buffalo. Yeah. He's been there at OTAs and stuff, but what he did off the field, like last, well on the field on the sidelines last season kind of showed like he was kind of frustrated with that team where Tyreek Hill, like he's, he's got that speed. Yeah. He's, a, he's a cheetah. He's got that speed. He's out there. He's going to catch that ball. No, that's, not about, that's not about Diggs. Diggs is a competitor. He was frustrated about coming close again and, and falling off of that. And I get that. But that's what you got here, right? You've got Hill retiring at the end of his contract, Diggs, who's on the wrong side of 30 and kind of getting frustrated where he has Cup, who's on the wrong side of 30, Adams, who's on the wrong side of 30, who are all still high producers. And then it's a London DK who fell off and JSN. And I think the other guys, you have a strong enough chance they come back around to you if you're okay with running like a DJ Moore, Chris oh, Godwin, God. or a Michael Pittman is your wide receiver I, one. I'm not. I don't yeah, think there's gross. any I don't think there's any value at receiver here if you're looking for that. You just mentioned a lot of the red flags for the older guys. All of which, you know, if, if you're going for just one year of production, probably Diggs, probably Cheetah. Adams long term within uh, within after this year is unknown, and their value drops. I, I would still punt. I would like. I, I I would still be fine punting receiver. Like we missed out. If Hill's like gonna play out his contract, you've got three years on Hill. If he plays out his contract, which is what he's saying, he's only he's twenty nine. So you've got him till thirty two. Diggs is twenty nine right now. He's signed till he's 34 with a no out until a year from now, which is still a boatload dead cap. We're going to have 14. We're at the 306. We have. Yeah, it should be 13 picks until we're on our way back. Math, right? <laughs> well, and, and I think the there's a chance one of those guys comes back around too. We just mentioned a bunch of aging guys. If you're worried about it, there is a chance that one of those aging guys makes it back around to us. And if not, your consolation prize is DJ Moore, which I'm also okay with. Yeah. Uh, I'm not okay DJ Moore. What'd you say? Ryan? I'm not a fan of DJ Moore. So I'm not are you a of... fan of the idea that one of Hill Diggs, Cup, or Adams comes back around? No, I don't. Th- I don't see him coming back around. I see him being gone by then. So your wide receiver, Dan, your quarterback. I'm guessing. I would go. I like the idea of, of you know, another QB one and Dak. Um, Brian's brought up Mark Andrews, trying to go for the stack. You get her tight end. You can't go. You can't go Andrews or Kelsey, who are both hanging out there, and that kind of solves the wide receiver debacle as well. So add those to your wide receiver mix of those aging for aging wide receivers, right? If you start to think tight end one, you've got 13 picks and six guys that you're banking on potentially coming back around there. It just the tight end position. You also still have Jacobs, Eckler, Chubb, Dobbins available at running back. A handful of those are likely to go. I kind of like the idea that a wide receiver or a tight end that I like as my top pass catcher is going to make it back around. Or if they don't, you're going to get value at running back coming down. Right. Like there's there's going to be more quarterbacks. We're not going to see another run of no quarterbacks. No, it's been. What we have left is guys that got, they have upside. These guys, I'm surprised that I'm actually shot. Dak and Tua are the last two that I'm comfortable with. And then you get into rookies and 
middling. But am I okay with the Daniel Jones as a quarterback to you? Am I okay with uh, Bryce Young as a quarterback to you? I, I think probably. Jared Goff as a quarterback too. Shut up. Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. Russell Wilson. Really. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of ugly as you get down in this too. I, I, I think I kind of agree with Dan here. Uh, after looking at what is likely to come back around wide receiver tight end, I think I kind of agree with Dan here and going back. I'm hoping I'm I'm actually hoping that Mark Andrews makes his way back. Mm-hmm. And the best way to pick a value in the mid rounds is wide receivers. Yeah. So and let's go. You can make moves for these near, you know, for these uh second contract receivers at the end of this. Like we're not building to win week this one is, in July. This is why you mock. Let's go, Dak, and see what happens. You're good. You good with that, Ryan? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what Let's see where we go. Just make the fucking pick. Yeah. <laughs> go with who we want. Let's, let's have some fun. All right. Uh, Kelsey made it back to us. Oh! Andrew, Andrew, Andrews did not. So here's what That's we got. That's a win now move right there already. Yeah, so I here, do that. Here's what we got. Uh, uh, going right after that pick was Austin Eckler. And then okay. Murray. And then Kyler Murray. The ACL. Anthony yeah. Richardson. Which I think is early, but whatever. That's me. <laughs> Hill and the upside. Hill and Diggs went back to back. Not unexpected. Though. That that's that's spot on. And then Bryce Young at the end. Josh Jacobs, Cooper Cup, Mark Andrews, Ramondre Stevenson, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb. So, so one out of six. What we're looking at here, yeah, is. You're down to that next tier of wide receivers that we kind of called out. Travis Kelsey is still available, as is Hawk, as is Pitts, as is Kittle, by the way, if you're keeping track of those. But oh, wide God, receiver, at, wide, or at running back, you're basically down to J.K. Dobbins, Derrick Henry, and then a significant drop-off to the next tier guys. Oh, your next tier of guys, by the way, where I said significant drop-off behind Dobbins and Henry is Damian Pierce, DeAndre Swift, Rashad White, Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Zach Charbonnet, David Montgomery. I still like Miles Sanders because his contract value is definitely like he's got like a he's like a three-year back basically for Carolina, but by the way, his structure is. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Those are all those are all those are all clumps you know henry's age yeah. like henry's at some point it, it's age, the marshall lynch thing. dobbins it's, contract yeah the fact that dobbins who knows like i would obviously i would take dobbins over i would take dobbins over all the running back stuff but i'm also not keen i'm also very keen on just i won't say punting but waiting going after waiting and going after you know more back ambiguous backfield running backs guys that i can hammer in and them so just ride this ride ETN as my RB one and just spot fill spots later on for any backs. Um, so I, I love Kelsey between Kelsey, I love Kelsey too. Dobbins this is a win down roster. This is a to me yeah. through three rounds. This is a win down roster. All right, Kelsey, it is. And yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, at some point, I, you're I gonna have to, at some point, you're gonna have to figure out your backup tight end. This is one tight end league, right? There's yeah, one tight end league. You can trade for tight end if you need to. You can probably trade Kelsey plus for like. Yeah, the Dallas Goddard is something if you know if your team's not winning. All right, so 
after Kelsey, Damian Pierce, Kyle Pitts, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Drake London, Christian Watson, White, Williams, Henry, DJ Moore. Does that mean J.K. Dobbins came all the way back around? Is he there? I think so. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins came all the way back around in that. So it's Dobbins, Dobbins, Swift, Sanders, Akers. Wide receiver-wise, JSN, Godwin, Addison, um, IU, Judy, Pittman, Debo. Still three wide receiver. We still have none. I think you got to go Dobbins here, though. I would go Dobbins value here. At that point. Daniel, yeah, agree? It's a win now move. Throwing up your running backs. All right. Just to go all in. <laughs> this is an all in draft. Shit at wide receiver, though. It's uh, where the value plucks from, man. You don't need to have there, top there flight to win. got to be fucking value left. All well, right. There's plenty of value left right now. I can see it all over the board as, I, as I'm scrolling down on it. Um. All right. I could probably share this on YouTube, actually. <laughs> I thought about saying something until uh, I was you like, should. fuck it. You should I have. should have. I know I should have. I was like, nah, we're fine. There you go. All right, now we are. Now we are. Oh, wait. No, I can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's sharing to you guys. We're not doing that. Never mind. I, I could do it, but I got to do a lot more shit in OBS. I'm not going through that right We're now. not doing that far. It's too much work. Yeah. All right. After that, Jesus. There were eight wide receivers that went after that. Eight? Eight. Eight? Wow. <laughs> God damn. So oh, that's at, fine. After that, Traylon Burks, DeAndre Swift, Hawk, Mixon, and then JSN, Godwin, Pittman, Dalvin Cook, Jerry Judy, Debo, Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown. What we have a wide receiver. What we have a wide receiver right now. Oh my God, that's ugly. Oh, I dropped. I dropped on the next year wide receivers. Jordan Addison, Brandon Ayuk, Quentin Johnston, John Dodson. Jamison Williams, who's suspended for six games. Zay Flowers, Deontay Johnson. Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, George Pickens. Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. Bateman, Williams, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Kadarius, Tony, Elijah Moore. So basically, this could be a spot where you just try to just make stack. shift. your No, not just stacks, but also make shift your wide receiver room. Again, Regardless of how you build your team, at some point you're going to have lackluster, you know, you're going to leave a position behind, right? We for gold wide receiver, which is the easiest position to make up production from, just given the depths of the, you know, of, of all the league runs, or, you know, their offenses and stuff like that. So it looks bad, but it could definitely be worse. We could be staring at I would totally just be a horrendous QB2. I would totally personally be out on this strategy, by the way, at this point in the draft. I would not draft like this if it were me individually, <laughs> seeing how this fell. I would be so out on this, it's not even funny. <laughs> you would have gotten Diggs or Hill at, with that third pick, wouldn't you? Yes. So would have I, but what do I know? Yes, I would have. But this um, is what, like, this, I would like, because so, like, because no quarterback's start- gone since that third round. I would have gone Diggs or Hill and then still had an option to get Tua or Daniel Jones as my QB too. This is why we mock. Damn it, right. Dan. So what wide receiver are we taking? I'm all my fault. You just want dro- or do we want I to punt that down. a few more rounds? I would punt it because I think you get another one the next round. Okay. I mean, what are you punting for? One of the running backs left. 
Miles Sanders, it's, Cam Akers, Aaron Jones, Zach Charbonnet, David Montgomery, Isaiah Pacheco. So what I'm that saying is, is, again, we're so in a window uh, strategy. <laughs> Alex Madison. Ew. I'm not an Alexander Madison fan. No, neither am I. I. I almost think it's Miles Sanders. Again, yeah, that's where I would go. It's more, it's more like I, I see two, I see a couple of wide receivers down that I can see falling. I, just, I see, I, I see a lot of movable just, pieces. If I just team took Sanders, yeah. I just took Sanders. <laughs> I'm just fed up. With I'm just no, no explanation, no, no explanation needed. I'm just pissed at this point. Oh, uh, I love it. Hey, you you wanted to take Dak. You could have took a receiver there at three. Yeah, you hey, quick draft. We can quick draft. Six more it's wide all receivers. Your fault. It's a democracy. Six more <laughs> wide receivers went. It's a danocracy, apparently. Six more it's wide a, receivers went. It's a hopocracy. Addison Dotson, Johnston Pickens, Akers, Herbert. George. Khalil Herbert went that high? It's the seventh round. But yes, Still, Jesus Christ, George Kittle, Brandon, Ayuk, Deontay Johnson, our top wide receivers right now are suspended. Jamison Williams, Zay Flowers, Christian Kirk, Nuke, Bateman, Williams, Allen, Evans. Might as well start drafting old people, old wide receivers. That's rough. Mike Evans. Amari, Amari Cooper's already gone. No, he's there. I don't like Cooper, though. I love Cooper. I'm full out on Cooper. Well, well we can you. try to Dan. decide which running, which Ravens wide receiver to go with to build some sort of stack, but is it, uh, well, that's not really a that's not, not really, really a risk I want to take as my really. wide receiver one. I was hoping Ayuk or or Johnson would have made it back. At least give us some volume receivers. Maybe, Maybe Keenan Allen. Amari Cooper. We could go Keenan. He's, he's probably gonna. I mean, I don't know how much. I'm expecting some dip, not maybe first part of the season. I mean, we also would have our fictional draft picks to make wide receiver moves during, you know, at the end of the drafts. And you, you said, could, you say Mike Williams is already gone or is Mike Kirk, Williams still there? I'm not drafting. Mike he's Williams. not. He's you. I promise you, you won't take, I, I wouldn't, I, I, uh, I would go with Mari Cooper, but that's just personal preference. Convince me. Why? Not in hypotheticals. Give me stats. Give you stats. I don't like. I don't like, I don't like hypotheticals. You don't like hypotheticals. So he finished as what was a wide receiver? I think ten or twelve in that range. Yes, he sucked when he was on the road, but he was awesome when he was at home, and basically every game. Finishing with seventy-eight receptions off one hundred thirty-two targets, mind you, that wasn't with a full Deshaun Watson, who only played the final six games of the season, played like total shit. But he was also able to. Cooper was also able to get a hundred five-yard game out of him, seventy-two-yard game, a fifty-one-yard game, and in that three-game area, got two touchdowns in one game. A fifth so in air yards, seventh in air yard share. Uh... 12th in deep targets, third in unrealized area series. You have a big play receiver with a uh, year two Watson. I'm uh, convinced. 26% target share, 26% target rate. Both are good for top. There's going to be nobody I, I love here, so I'm convinced. I uh, Cooper? I may have talked myself into a Cooper and redraft. I don't I want him in I, Dynasty. But... I think I might have talked myself into Cooper and redraft, too. It's a win now team, though. So. You're, you're yeah, and win now. Cooper? Look at that. Yeah. We found a wide receiver one in the seventh round. I, I, I flipped I flipped hop too. I uh, wasn't that hard. That's actually a true milestone. I don't I, well, I don't know how many players how I've, I've ever flipped I, 
Depends on how stuck I am in a take. We're making Hopper uncomfortable by drafting this team. It's going to make them all better for it. We all have become better drafters because of this debacle. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> After that, Christian Kirk, Zach Charbonnet, Dallas Goddard, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Rashad Bateman, Pat Fryermuth, Evan Ingram, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, A-Chain, James Cook. So I'll give you your best availables right now. Quarterback, it's still Tua, Daniel Jones, Stroud, Cousins. They're still available? Yeah. Running back, it's David David Montgomery. Hindsight 2020, I would have loved to have Tua at this point. (laughs) And I would have loved to have had Hill. There we go. Hindsight. How the fuck is Tua there in the eighth round? Explain to me that, Hopper. I don't know. You would have taken him in the fourth round. I know. That, I don't that's, know. I'm just hindsight changes. Like again, hindsight. I I would have not have hindsight. taken uh, a Dak Prescott in the third, and I probably wouldn't have taken Travis Kelsey in the fourth. All, All right, right, let's restart the draft in the sixth spot again and go back to the third <laughs> round. <laughs> that's how you really do dynasty simulator drafts. <laughs> I don't like the look at this. We're gonna restart it. Or you that's... just said finish all. We just talked about our yeah. team that got drafted. All right, we'll do that here at about round twelve. Okay, how about that. That's all right. Good. Um, Dave Montgomery, <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Kendra Miller, Alex Madison, Alvin Kamara. I mean, there's still guys here in the running back realm that you figure are going to get some volume with Montgomery, Pacheco, Madison. Um, I like the upside of Miller and Kamara. The Saints are probably going to run a lot. So still got four or five guys at running back that, you know, you could stack behind Sanders, Dobbins, and ETN. If you're looking wide receiver, you still have Zay Flowers and Darius Tony available. Um, it is higher end guys. You also still have Tyler Lockett, Gabe Davis, um, Cortland Sutton's still out there. Juju's out there, who should be the one for the Patriots. Um, I like Zay Flowers here. I like getting. I like trying to get a first stack. You saw Brandon Cooks hanging out there too later. I, which I'm also fine with later on in the draft. I. You can go running back and really secure it. I would really secure. I would probably try to go. Well, you're two running back. I would, I don't know. You can go running back and really secure it, which gives you trade chips for wide receivers later. You can try to, you know, get as many chips for wide receiver here as you can with a guy like Isaiah Flowers or a Tony or you know a Davis, some guy that has some perceived upside there. But you also have some perceived floor coming around later with guys like Lockett and potentially Sutton and Juju. Um, in cooks. I sound like such a homer because I'm like down from Montgomery. Cause after that, like cooks a free agent Pacheco, I feel like it's going to be a high hand approach in Kansas city. We don't know the truth about Alexander Madison, other than the, the couple games we've seen when cooks didn't play, but he's like, never, he's with... never started back to back games in his career. No, nope, we're not yeah. drafting Madison on this team. James no. cook. And you don't know how that team's going to be with Buffalo. Kendra Mill and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, no, I don't know. Cause is Elvin Kamara really going to miss six games? Is he going to miss more? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. That was perfect, Ryan. No, I like I like Kendra Miller, but not this not in the eighth round of startup. I also I like just don't love that Saints. I mean, fuck, you're talking about potential value in Michael Thomas late rounds. Yeah, yeah. That dude ain't that dude ain't going away quietly. I do like the David Montgomery pick here and really solidify the running back room, and then we can just kind I of forget about it for a little bit. I'm good with yes. Monty or Zay Flowers here. 
We'll go. See, I'm, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with a flowers. Just I, rookie wide receiver. I, I just I like, like to have some sort of like inject. That's the one piece you can be like, all right, if he hits, he's gonna hit. Yeah, but OBJ's yeah. there later, and we can see if he falls. I don't. Oh, 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 OBJ makes it three games, and he's done. So it's when, fine. when now, team. Uh, after, <laughs> after use my own words against me. After Monty, Jamison Williams, Jose Flowers, Greg Dolchich, Dolchich, David Njoku, AJ Dillon, Elijah Moore, Isaiah Pacheco, Kadarius Tony, Chickaquanquo, Darren Waller. Wait, does does Zay Flowers make it back to us? No. Oh damn it! I, he I, went I two picks after. Oh. So is Babis still there? No. No. Did he go? Yep. You got Tyler Lockett, Gabe Davis, uh, Marvin Mims, Jaden Reed, Cortland Sutton, Juju, Jonathan Mingo's here. Ooh. Um, yeah. Josh Downs, Jacoby Myers, Brandon Cooks. It's not Gabe Davis. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Not Santa Claus. Not Santa Claus. I don't think he's going to be much Santa Claus it's this year. Not Sutton to me. It's not Sutton. No. Juju gives you floor. We're trying to solidify a team what starts three wide receivers and we only. I, 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 Juju's I also, in New England, though. I don't like that. I also but, don't love New England. Okay. So, so what about Cooks, who I think also gives you floor and is in Dallas as the two? Yeah, that's not bad. It's be, like I, I like it between him and Tyler Lockett. Like I don't see Tyler Lockett fading away this year. Nah. Do you see Gino fading away? No, I can almost kind of see him stay in the course of what he is. I don't really don't want a value. Cooks is younger. I, I'm also not on board with Lockers. I think Lockett could be. A first half play, then it's more Jason and Metcalf. I like, I think I like Cooks here. If looking at the structure of the team and what we're trying to do, I think I like Cooks here. I wonder if Cooks can make it back. Maybe. Who else would you go with? I, I, I the only other argument would be Juju because he's a wide receiver one. You get another one. There's insulative volume there, but two of that type though, or do you want to go with the younger upside guy? You could also look tight end. There's a run on no. them. Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta, Cole Komet, Dalton no, Schultz. That's, I would rather I I'm one waiting. one tight one tight end league though. So yeah, yeah I'd wait. No, there's no need for us to go tight where end. Where you're at, and I I think you only need one of the type. I mean, I don't know. I I would rather go Cooks than Juju. I think there's more upside there with similar floor. So it's Cooks, Juju, Lockett, or the Lockett. Who are the other receivers? Who are the other ones? Gabe Davis, Marvin Mims, Jaden Reed, Cortland Sutton, Jonathan Mingo. God, Jesus Christ. Josh Downs, Jacoby Myers, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, you see why I'm like pissed we waited on wide receiver? Well, no, because there's still going to be value. There's we're still going to find production. That's right. Again, it's we also trade. We can also trade. One of our four running backs for a receiver or a first round pick. Ugh. I'm Cooks. Ryan, who are you? You're Lockett, right? I'm so Lockett, yeah. God. <laughs> I'll go but Cooks it's... if it's between those two. 
Yeah. I think Cooks could be back there. I honestly think Cooks could be there in the way back. That his age and there's still a lot of rookies. You're gonna get a lot of teams. I know this is here. Let's, computer. let's let's do it then. Let's go lock it and see if Cooks comes back. Please tell me. I'm, sure. I would have probably just gotten a rookie receiver, but he he came back. Is he there? Oh. I was right. I figured he'd be the back. He's always undervalued and undermined. Are we going Cooks now? <laughs> Let me give you Cooper. Who Lock went in between? Cooks? Just. Who just went give us a quick overview. Gabe Davis <laughs> went right after Dalton Schultz, Cole Komet, Jacoby Myers, Jawan Johnson, Cortland Sutton, <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, Kamara, Connor, Brian Robinson, Kendra Miller, Nico Collins. Wow, just fall behind Nico Collins. Just go Cooks. Well, I'm fine with Cooks. And we get our stack. Yay! Right? I really love my stacks. Give me that. <laughs> Wide receiver right. three, Brandon Cooks. Now, this will probably be the last round we pick. It's only a 17-round draft. We're going to pick 11th and then fill out the rest. Okay. So, uh, after Cooks, Dalton Kincaid, um, and then Alex Madison, C.J. Stroud finally went, Algier, Antonio Gibson, Damian Harris, Odell Beckham, Jamal Williams, Elijah Mitchell, Rashad Penny. There's a couple options here. Um, We've only got two quarterbacks. Right now, yep, he was still there. What? Yeah, I, I, are you sure? Superflex, yes. Why else yeah. would you have a run of seven quarterbacks to start? How is two of there? <laughs> Boy, hindsight's real. I feel like I feel like I got the answer is two, regardless of what you do. The answer it, was two or two rounds ago. Right, it's such that's that you talking about value, Ryan. I'm sure you would agree too. There's so much, yeah, potential it's movement. It's definitely super flex. Just and again, I wouldn't have gone Dak in the third or or Pitts in the fourth had I known the value of Tua and Daniel Jones and Kirk guys Cousins like Goddard was there like two and... or three, like two or three rounds after uh, yeah. Kelsey went. Like, all right, I'm taking Tua. Yes, right? how the finally fuck we all agree on something, there? something. That's so stupid. It was fuck meant to you, be automated computers. Right, that's that's that's, that's such. That's, also, no quarterback <laughs> went. My strategy here is just stack the rest of the quarterbacks and then sell them off. For, it wouldn't work because apparently they don't value any of the quarterbacks after they drafted one or two of them. Oh, there's a redo option. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can yeah. revert back to whoever you want to go to. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> we're starting over. We're, going, third round third round. <laughs> we're going. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're forty five minutes, and then know that. Uh, didn't know that two was there in the in round nine. That's so unreal. All right, that would never. Hit. That would never happen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a beer review and then we'll hit auto draft to finish it. Okay. Beer review. Also, that was round eleven where Tua was still there. Not that's, so, that's so fucking stupid. That is so that's stupid. Awesome. I hate this goddamn. There's See? no. This is the flaw in this, right? There's no quarterback that went between the third round and CJ Stroud in the tenth. Yeah, Not something happened there. One. Some something something got fucked up there. Yeah, some glitch. Yeah. So not, someone something. put the desk in the wrong place. Something's up there, fantasy pro. Somebody's got a comma in the wrong spot. Somebody talk. All right, I'll go. I know what you're doing. 
Or do you want to be review? Beer the drop just happened. The drop literally says beer no, review. I, I thought he was reading it or something. I'm like, I'll, okay. I'll start. I'll start. I got it. Again, I'm drinking Mingle Hold on. Woods. Hold on, Dan. Ryan, pay, pay close attention. Okay. These are here to tell people what we're doing. You ready? You listening? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I was hoping you played the beer preview by accident. <laughs> no fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a move. <laughs> All right, I, uh... <laughs> All right, so what I drink tonight? Fine, Ryan, you go. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, you go, Dan. I'm drink- <laughs> Chris, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I'm drinking Brighter Days from Minglewood Brewery out of Cape Girardeau. This is Antifreeze, if you all don't cut your shit out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a... A good representation on a classic style of theft. You get a lot of banana throughout. It's a huge compliment to the beer itself. Um, and then the clove and the clove spices kind of really help kind of, you know, complement the rest of, of the flavor. It's got a medium body mouthfeel. Um, this is a really good. You got a medium body. Yeah, I do. Uh, title of your sex tape. Um it's it, 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 if you ever get a chance to find these guys down in southern Missouri, I, I would recommend uh checking them out. Word. Hey Ryan, you get now. All right. So I had Stone's Delicious. All right, I'm drinking Davis County French Oak. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No. All right, yeah. so Stone Delicious, double IPA, which comes at nine point four percent. It has very good flavor to it, actually. Very uh I was thinking it'd be more like alcoholic-y, but it's really not. It's a... <laughs> Excuse me. Like a serious type of flavor with a explosive aroma. And it has a... Was it like a lemon taste? Yeah. Yeah, lemon's a, a hop character. There you go. Citrus. Yeah. Like a lemon and like a tropical fruit taste to it. There you go. We're getting hop descriptors from Ryan now. He's growing. He is. Uh, I'm so proud. It's like a proud dad moment for me. Hey, I'm working on it. But it's not like it's bitter either. Like, like you know how usually like a lot of your double IPAs are more. I have like a bitter aftertaste. This one definitely does not have double it. IPA or double dry hopped. This is a double IPA. Okay, so it is a boozier one. Yeah. And it's West Coast, obviously, with with it being stone. Yeah, it's gonna depend on when they put the hops in the boil. Be juicy. Yep, it could be juicy. Yeah, you know they could have put them in 15, 20 minutes before. Give you a lot of flavor out of it. Yeah, later in the boil, you there's an arc basically. You go from bitter the early part of the boil, and then it slowly goes down to flavor, and then as you get to the end and the dry hop, you're in aroma territory. I learned something. You did. Happens a lot here. We're an educational show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was almost brewing while we were doing the episode, but then I wasn't. One day I'll do that. One day. All right, Chris, what are you drinking? All right, Davis County French Oak again. This is uh, a Lux Row brand. Um, retails on these are about fifty bucks. So checks it at ninety six proof. A lot of brown sugar with a. Um, Really just kind of like a soft pepper and a and a really like I would call it a moderate sweet oak on the nose. You can definitely smell the barrel char. There's you can definitely get the influence of the barrel on the nose, but 
Um, the bourbon characteristics underneath that are pretty sweet. Front of the palate definitely starts off as like vanilla saltwater taffy. Um, and fades into brown sugar, a little bit of a peppery note in the middle, and then the French oak characteristics start to show up where you just it's not a dry oak, it's definitely more of a sweet, like full um you know oak type note there. It does come through and and provide a little bit of baking spice at the end. Um, not drying by by any means. 96 proof keeps the flavor there, but um it's definitely not hot at all. Finish is really, really clean. Uh, you get a lingering oak finish on the tongue. Really hangs out on the sides of the tongue, or more specifically, versus drying out the whole mouth. So, overall, it's one of my favorite bottles. Honestly, like I think a lot about if I were just get rid of all my bourbon and start over, what would be the first bottles I'd put in here? And this would definitely be one of the first five or six, um, especially if you're looking for different types of of oak finishes. Um, there's not a lot of those that are necessarily regularly available. You get a lot of double oak, but you don't get a lot of variance in your oak. It's pretty much this. And then the closest competitor would be like makers 46, which is the French oak finished mm. bourbon. So 46 delicious. There you go. That's the review. All right, let's hit auto draft and see what happens. Sounds good. Oh, Jesus. It overcompensated for wide receiver. We got Michael Thomas though. <laughs> Hey! hey, value. Here we, get, here. we won the draft. Whatever it is, we won the draft. You. All right. So after we did that with Tua, uh, when we hit auto draft, uh, we ended up with Rondale Moore in the 12th, Chase Claypool, Jaden Reed, which both of those are guys that I would not. Jaden Reed, I like as a rookie because it is. The wide receiver one in Green Bay. It is dynasty. He could be the one in Green Bay. There's a lot of, I like some of the upside that's there. So, you know, I don't hate that. I probably would have went. See, I see that both Jalen Hyatt and Jonathan Mingo went after him. Those are both guys that I would have liked more. Keishon Boutte went after him. Those are some guys that I would have liked more. Even John Mechie, who, you know, was highly rated last year and then didn't play obviously for health reasons he didn't go until round 16 that's another guy i probably would have taken over a Jaden reed being a high round draft pick year before and being available there younger guy um so um let's see after claypool Jaden reed we ended up with zamir white which it's a ryan pick I hate that's that. That's for you, Ryan. Zamir White. I finally get I finally get someone I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't like that. Guys that went after him, where is he about Aconda? Uh Chase Gus Edwards, Kenny McIntosh, Sean Tucker. We got Gus. We man, we even got Dobbins' handcuff. We we didn't get Gus. Those are guys that went after Zamir White. Zamir White's the only other back we got. Uh we got Michael Thomas in the sixteenth round. He went Value. with Josh Palmer, Tyler Boyd. Um, he went Tyler Boyd. Oh, he went after. Okay, before Mechie. No, he went right before Tyler Boyd. Michael Thomas did. I would have liked Boyd too. Yeah, uh, we did not end up with a second tight end out of the draft. Our kicker ended up being Harrison Butker, which is not bad. Uh, if you want the whole draft after that, um, so Sky Moore, Zeke, Singletary. 
Samaj P. Ryan, Gainwell, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, coming around the turn, Darnell Mooney, Wandale Robinson, uh, McKinnon, Tank Bigsby, Dawson Knox, Leonard Fournette, and then, oh, wait. That, no, I'm good. And then Rondell Moore for us, Alec Pierce, Roshan Johnson, Deontay Foreman, KJ Osborne, who, you know, wide receiver two spot in Minnesota is wide open. People think it'll be Addison, but that could be a slow burn. Michael Gallup, Donovan Peoples-Jones, or Smith, Romeo Dobbs, Edwards Alaire, Jalen Warren, Hunt, Trey Lance went in the 13th round. I, just, I, I think they forget. Brian, that's value in the 13th round. I don't give a fuck what you say. For a boss? Yeah, sure. Uh, Jerome Ford, I trade him for Jared Goff right now. Juba. Daniel Jones went round 14. Trey Lance went ahead of Daniel Jones. And you went in 11th round. That, that right Kirk there Cousins. wins it all. That invalidates everything. I don't even want to talk about the rest of this. It does, this whole draft's invalid because you didn't have any other QBs. Go. They knew something that we didn't know. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. All right. We're starting we back up their draft. No, we're not. <laughs> all right. Starting all over again, guys. Not a chance. Nope. And that's the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will... um. You know, we'll be back see next, you next week. week. Yes. Yes. At some time next week, we will see you. Okay. Bye. Later. Goodbye.